What's up, my friends? Corey here. Going to go a little off cue. This is a podcast we did back in February. This is pre-COVID. This is like right before everything started getting crazy with uh, some friends of mine in a band called Bo. Uh, Man, this podcast means a lot to me. Unfortunately, Sean was not able to make it to this interview, but, but these guys mean the world to me. I've known them since I started touring back way back when. Um, they have helped me in so many ways just to learn and just honestly if it wasn't for these guys I never would have met my publisher. A lot of things in my life probably wouldn't have happened had I not met them. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast but also I just want to talk about their brand new song coming out called Tell Me That You Love Me. You're hearing it right now. The instrumental comes out July 17th. I want to make sure you guys go over to their website, to their Facebook, to their Instagram. I would love for you guys to check this song out. It is amazing and I am so excited for it. This is a fun, fun time. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you listen to that whole thing. Dive deep into what these guys are doing. They're the real deal. They're really going after something really special within the music industry and and just pouring their whole lives into it. So enjoy. What's up, everybody? My name is Corey. Welcome to the Shadowscape podcast, where we just examine the DNA of the music industry and the building blocks that make it up. All the little pieces from promoters to managers to front of house engineers and bands themselves. We are just going to talk about like what is making all this happen. We know that it's not one thing. It's a multitude of things. And today we're super stoked because we have the unique one of a kind uh, guys in. Is it Vo? Yeah. I've been saying Vo, Vo, but you, you, yeah, you know, like, I know like when, uh, I remember when you were uh, moving to Nashville and I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even call it rebranding. Yeah. You were just making a new project. Yeah. And you're thinking like, what are we going to call this? And I remember you and I were texting. Yeah. And I think I sent you a list. Yeah, you like, sent me a list. Like the and and that was on there. But I remember there was hesitancy with you, like, can human beings actually say a word correctly? <laughs> so, yeah. so I hate questions and I hate conversations about band names, but I do want to <laughs> know how has that gone for you, people being to <laughs> We were just talking about this <laughs> yeah, not, just not, a minute ago. Not half an hour ago. And kind of what we decided is we don't care as yeah. long as they spell it right. And as yeah. long as they get to where they need to go to listen to it, <laughs> yeah. whether that's our website or Spotify. I'm sure most people call us Boo. <laughs> the thing we cared about most is how it looked on a t-shirt honestly yeah, yeah. yeah. and the symmetry of it was yeah. just it's beautiful it was beautiful and yeah like <laughs> probably objectively thought, like, it's a bad band name but I, we think objectively it looks cool. let's just talk about every band who's <laughs> ever been successful ever has a bad band yeah name. there's no successful artist with a good band name i'm, I'm gonna say radiohead but think about it. Think those radio two words. Head. Yeah. <laughs> it's Radiohead. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Objectively. Oh, well, now you're making me think. It's, it's <laughs> a, it, it, but, but it's all, I feel like it's the art always. Right. That makes whatever right. cool. Like, right. Nothing's really cool. There no. are very few words in existence. Coldplay, like, that's a shitty well, name. Just the, just the idea that's dumb. that you need to give your group of friends a name yeah. is absurd. Yeah. That yeah. is a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. We hang out together. We should call ourselves something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that, like, is, is that's a whole thing in culture, though. Like, I, I cannot tell you, especially. So, personally, I've shot a lot of weddings over the years. And every single bridesmaid group ever, they've got a name. Like, they have 
a Do name of their friend group, and 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 you know who's in it by like who knows the, who they are. Like right, that's right. their identifier. So yeah. it's so it, maybe like in all reality, like all bands are just kind of a you know an elevated form of a bridal party. Like yeah, that's all it is. Just it's just Animal Kingdom stuff. Like you either go to a church, you're in a girl gang, yeah, you're in a, <laughs> you're in a band or whatever. Yeah, I we think just need something to identify ourselves. I think that's what makes it so much like a marriage, like because yeah. you you sort of take on this name together and and as a unit become this new thing with this new name that means you. Yeah, only um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the day we changed the name, I I it was like a it was a day, like it was a really emotional day when we stopped being medic, and we had made this announcement. You may remember, because we didn't tell anyone. We just made it seem like we were done. Like it yeah, was I like, do remember that. People were so sad, and you're like, and I'm I'm sitting there going like, they literally, are, it's they're yeah. still here. Yeah, they're gonna be still here. We said nothing. Like we just make this. We made this like, pretty much this in memoriam video that was just like medic R.I.P. 2018 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so like I, I I think like everyone that knew us had us on like suicide watch. Yeah. Like I had like people that I hadn't talked to in years being like, bro, are you okay? Is everything fine? Like. <laughs> Especially after we had just moved to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> it was like weeks after I we... I think everyone thought our life went up in flames. I forgot but. about that. I was actually really proud of that video. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah. You did a great job. Thanks, man. I... <laughs> so from like a 30,000 foot view, like a bird's eye view of who Vo is, for all the people who might not know who you are now, but are going to, by the end of this podcast, be really stoked about what you're doing, can we just... Uh, Talk a little bit about who you are, what you mean in the world and in and, and all of eternity. Like, what what, what, <laughs> what stamp are you Vo? putting on the world? Yeah. Um, so, Vo is me, Aaron Wagner. Um, yeah, me, Andrew Black, and then... Uh, uh, Dominic Wagner. Um, and we've been, we've, just, we've been best friends for a while. I mean, Dominic's my brother. Um, but um, we've been playing together for about 10 years, and we were, we were kind of back and forth from... Um, we were in a band called Medic, which you know, and we played together with you a bunch. Um, Medic was a, a strange thing. I think we were still just really young and didn't really know what we wanted to do. Um, at the time, we all worked and were a part of a mega church um, that took up a lot of our time, all of our time. And um, it was it was kind of just always a war of what was taking our time and that not, not necessarily putting that on anyone else. I think we had an internal, like, who are we and what are we going to be and what are we going to do with these things? Like that we're so passionate about. And so as, as we kind of came out of that world, not working at the church anymore, we moved to Nashville from Denver and just kind of committed to music. Like it just felt very obvious that we just needed to start over and, just kind of chase I have no other word besides like the feeling like we just needed to chase the feelings that made us feel good and I think in a sense like that's uh pop music but sometimes kind of not but whatever like it it's just us together the three of us together making something that makes us feel good um and that's manifested as hundreds of songs I think we've only put out like eight <laughs> um it manifests as touring we love touring i think we just music has always just been a gateway for us to meet people like yourself we met through you touring and through us touring and i don't know it's just it it literally is just 
when we're on the road, when we're together making music, it is the best version of ourselves. And so I think that's that's really the heart of it is more than being famous or getting a bunch of followers on Instagram. I think the three of us are just the best versions of ourselves when we're out making music together. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's it's really I think we anytime we we try to like hit into the zeitgeist and like do something it, it really just falls flat yeah. like the real story of our music is just the story of our internal lives and just our it's those are the songs that that hit with people that that hit with us like we're honest yeah when we're when we're honest so it's just really though the music is just about us trying to figure out our lives and i think that's why medic sort of had to die it was it was really encapsulating of this really specific time in our lives when we we believed very specific things and we had very specific friends and we we had, we had very strong ideas about the world and the way that it should be and who we should be in it and when we decided to go full bore on music it it just became very clear that like we we as people had sort of outgrown that limited view of who we thought we were or wanted to be. And so, yeah, it was kind of weird to change the name. And it, it was, it was a little, it was a little weird for like a whole year. Like Aaron would still say, Hey, we're medic. Like from stage. <laughs> yeah. really would. Like, oh, was Don like throwing drums? Like, no, dude, we changed it. Well, most, most of the time, of the time we, wouldn't I, we wouldn't notice. even notice. Like, oh, we would no. be done with the show our wives, in the van our wives driving, like, and our wives <laughs> would be like, "Uh, you guys." <laughs> this is such a like a Ross medic. friends moment. Like at the altar, like <laughs> I, I take you, Rachel. This is what yeah, happens. This is exactly what happened. Old habits die hard. Yeah, but and and I think that the best thing about Vo is like back in medic, and you guys may disagree with this it kind of just felt like we were all the same person. Hmm. I don't know why that is. We are just, and we have all changed so much as yeah. people. And I feel like what brings strength to us now is that like, we all feel permission to not be the other two in the band. And I don't think that was like a conscious thing. I think we were just young and doing everything together. And now right. like our, our lives are very different. We're all married. So we don't have the energy to try and really please each other. And that yeah. doesn't manifest as like arguing or anything like that. It's just like, I think the conversations are a lot more interesting and a lot more, I don't know, there's just like a genuine, um, it's just family. It just feels like a family business at this point. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a lot more freeing, at least for me. When you, like saying that is just like, even in the music that we create or don't create, I mean, we have a ton of songs that we've, got on like a queue basically and you we'd listen to all of them 30 40 of them now and it's just like one of them sounds like radiohead one of them sounds like a selena gomez track another sounds like <laughs> maroon 5 a cold play or like whatever it's like and i think one a of few them years ago yeah like a few years ago it's like we would have never done that we would have been like oh delete this delete this we got to be in this lane but like now it's like no like we want to maybe we're just going to put it all out yeah. right. and that's, and that's fine. Like, yeah. why would we put ourselves in our own box that yeah. it doesn't really matter? Like yeah. we're the only ones that would create that. Yeah. The way that I understand some of that changes is, is we've learned how to trust ourselves. And so we can make, you know, before we were like sort of this indie raucous rock band and we realized like, Oh no, we can make like a Selena Gomez track. And if, if we just are ourselves, like it'll, 
it just it doesn't matter what we do it's going to sound like us and so why be afraid of it it's still genuine sounding it doesn't sound contrived yeah Yeah. you trusted that the nucleus was like it was native to you and you didn't have to like actually worry and there and there are very obvious times where we've gotten in the studio and tried to point in a direction and it's very obvious that it doesn't work yeah (laughs) and i think there's a couple songs that we even have put out where we've probably forced across the finish line but at the same time like i'm i'm glad we've learned and i'm glad we did it yeah i actually noticed that um it was it was nearly palpable when you when you changed the 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 name and and you kind of moved to nashville i i i knew y'all individually right however like when i would think of you as artists i would think of this singular medic thing Mm -hmm. um so it's 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 really interesting for me to hear you talk about how you felt like kind of three of the same things yeah three of the same people because i actually just watching from afar and and just as a a friend and a fan of what you're doing watching you guys stretch and, and kind of blossom into these three individuals that i actually can see where your strengths are, are are coming out in this yeah. new, new project, and I can see wow. even in like in even down to like the the photos and and the videos y'all have done, and and um just the quite honestly like a, a broad variety of of I've kind of got these different looks yeah. like <laughs> of who you are and, and yeah. maybe who you want to become and who you're like experimenting with being at the time, and it's it's really fun because like I actually see you as a a three piece band now, right like. But 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 not just like there's I don't it doesn't look like so many bands where you can go that person's steering the ship right and everyone else is just putting up with them right because they don't even know how to drive and it looks like there's three people that are capable of like taking a shift and driving whenever it's necessary for their their strength to to be out front yeah and I think a lot of bands can go pretty far like that um, I'm honestly not very good at being that guy like i'm not i'm not a confrontational person i kind of just want to write songs and be left alone and we figured that out right but it's been 10 years of us being in a relationship to figure out how everyone fits into a thing because i think in medic um we we were all just trying to individually find our voice i think with medic and and i think that manifested i keep saying that word um I don't know why. I can light but, a candle or something. Yeah, I guess. Feel better. <laughs> um, as is us just kind of settling in the middle of it, and I think Vo. But I, I like that word manifested because yeah. it, it, I feel like that's why the name <laughs> change was important because it did feel like Medic had this like power over us to like sort of make us. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, like, and 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 just for every like, we all kind of have boundaries now, of like even when we work and how we work. Like, I remember when we first got to Nashville, we did this writing session. The three of us did a writing session with a, an outside producer kind of came to our studio and was like, oh, let's write a song together. Let's do this. And it was the worst freaking thing that had ever happened. Like, it was the biggest waste of time. They, Them two were miserable. I was kind of miserable because this guy had kind of come into our world and started barking orders at them and didn't didn't really know their vibe and what they wanted to do. And I am super uncomfortable with conflict. So I just kind of sat there and he wasn't even digging the idea that I kind of brought to the table. It was just a mess. Yeah. And so that was like a really valuable experience right. of like, 
okay, so how do we interact with people that come from outside of our world? Like that's a really, it, it felt, we left, I left that session feeling so violated. Like it felt like someone had just walked into my room when I was naked and just like, what are you doing in here? Like, you know, what's so odd about you saying yeah. that is that's like Sean's go to phrase about songwriting. <laughs> yeah. Walked in on me naked. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I feel like for so many podcasts, he says that. And I'm like, we're going to, like, since Sean's not here today, we're going to avoid talking about walking on. No, but you brought it. You brought, you you brought the naked talk. Had to get it in. I don't know, man. It, it just, that was the only thing it felt like is. I just and and as my brothers like they're my family like I I felt like almost angry on their behalf yeah um and so we realized like oh let's not work with outside producers unless we have had time to digest this song by ourselves yeah even if that means we have fully tracked it out and produced it ourselves and then we bring it to somebody like we all need to touch this thing pretty intimately not to bring more naked stuff into it <laughs> before we bring it into someone else's world to start critiquing it and tearing it apart. Right. You know what I mean? Like that was, that was like a big line we had to learn. And um, for Dominic, like Dominic was like, I don't want to be there when you're writing a song. Yeah. Like I want melody and word to be there. Yeah. And then I'll give you my thoughts and then I'll tweak stuff. And then I'll like them two have really taken on roles as producers in a way that have been really valuable for me as a songwriter. Like, I don't feel like I'm producing stuff by myself as much. I feel like they're my producers, you know, which has been fun. Yeah. Like a, a vast amount of maturity that, that has happened in the past few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of our, a lot of our stuff I feel is, is grown and matured very quickly because it's, we've had to, um, put ourselves in the, like, We've had to, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. There's been an opportunity to be quote unquote right or wrong in a situation. Like with that bringing in a producer or an extra writer, it's like that has the opportunity to be good or bad. And it was like, we've had a lot of opportunities like that where it's like, oh, like this didn't work and it <laughs> felt terrible. Yeah. And like, but and it was fine, <laughs> but it was fine. Like it was yeah. fine. It was just like, we grabbed it. We like learned from it and we moved on. And that things like that have helped us, like you were saying, like each of us have developed a voice in all of those quote unquote right or wrong answers because it everything just kind of gets exposed and you really can find your place. And especially in like what we would consider a new project as Vo, where we are trying to catch our footing a little bit in our dynamic and then our life dynamic of everything. So it it has been I I've I've just really enjoyed like having the ability to be wrong and like extremely wrong about things it's like <laughs> it's pretty fun for me yeah. actually <laughs> yeah. one of the things that you mentioned earlier and, and i've always known this about uh at least you aaron you know talking about songs or like just sharing art with one another um it's honesty is important like honesty yeah. it, it, as an artist like the particularly like in this this place that we all come from which is like on the tail end or in the mid-range of like the emo world right yeah and 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 still like in, in 2020 going like okay like like how do i express myself in a way that, that feels true to me right um i i want to dive into honesty a little bit more and, and talk about like what does that actually mean to y'all when you say like mm. i want to be honest because i think there there's honesty that i can see in some artists and i'm like that's 
exposed. That's not honest. Yeah. That's terrifying because it, it, maybe not to them, sure, but as sure. as a, the outside person, I'm going. So much of you is out there, and how is that going <laughs> to affect you later? Life. And how yeah. is that going to affect us later? Or is it great? Or or like I, I I'm always wrestling with that as an artist myself. Like, how, am I sharing too much, or am I not sharing enough? And and even writing with others, like there's there's all these different levels of yeah. honesty and exposure that we like want the world to have totally. but i love to know like when you're communicating about your own life experiences and your own music and your like your own kind of fingerprint and color that you're, you're putting into the world like what's the right amount for you and what's honesty mm. look like for you as you're like exchanging with like the rest of the world that's a really great question um i don't know it's it's starting it's starting to um to just be about singing songs that only I could sing. Um, there's a lot of songs we haven't released yet that are kind of in the hopper that are like, this is, this is Aaron singing. Like this couldn't be anyone else's track. Like um, I just feel like there's a lot of, of course, just life that I, things that have happened to me that have only happened to me that I'm, I'm trying to be specific about. And yeah, I think, to an extent, I want to keep the people in my life safe. Like I, I it really bothers me. Like there are songs on Top Forty Radio that are clearly about so and so's ex lover or whoever. Like that bothers me. It feels, it feels like an attack, and I never want my songs to like. I don't want people to feel unsafe around me. Yeah, um, that's not my story to tell. But I do want to sing songs that only I can sing, kind of from, from my lens. Like I don't want to be like wringing my hands together, like waiting till someone gets a load of whatever, <laughs> like pointed lyric I have about them or I don't, I just don't want people to be afraid of me so for me it's just like I want it to come across it's just kind of processing my part and holding my part because I do I do I want to I want to be able to admit you know like in a relationship that maybe maybe I was maybe I was wrong in something but also like whatever the relationship is maybe it hurt or, but I also want to be honest about my victories and what feels good, and you know what I mean. So, I don't know. I don't know if I've really got it dialed in, but I think these guys are really good about kind of selecting the songs. Like I view my job as just right now. I'm trying to just not censor myself in the studio, and sometimes that's crazy personal songs. Like, um, 2019 was a super rough year for me. So, like, there's a song we've been working on where. The first lyric in the track is whiskey feels like prayer. It gets me out of my head because I was like probably leaning on it a little bit too much in 2019. And Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I just I feel like where where I've found my role, mine and Dominic's, but I won't speak for him, uh, is just like I've been in a room with Aaron almost literally every single day for the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he like, I don't write, he's the only one that writes the lyrics, but like I get to sit back and be like, no, I know you. And that's, that's, this yeah. is, this is yeah. bullshit. Like yeah. do that, something yeah. different. My here. wife has been that exact yeah. same thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just view it as like, um, I'm just going to write as much as possible. And I just send them, the ideas like so so usually the way that a song will go kind of the rhythm we found is i'll like program like a little beat piano and vocal 
and I'll do the verse and a chorus. I'll kind of just get that far. And it's like a really crappy demo. And I just send them to them both. Um, tons and tons and tons. There's... I also want to point out the part where it's probably not a really crappy demo because <laughs> no, it never just, is. It's just yeah. so they're, funny they're always like, great. when other producers and like people who actually know how to like <laughs> what mic placement is, right, like, oh, this right. is a crappy demo. And you're like, dude, this actually sounds like 90% better sounds than like everything done. else that people send me. But I, I digress. I just <laughs> it, it does it does happen where they're like yeah, let's put it out. I'm just yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's my iPhone, bro. <laughs> that's that's the honesty hurdle that I'm trying yeah. to get him to cross. Is like, no, this the, the demo, like on your iPhone, like that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing right there. And I I would stand behind that. There there are a couple of songs that that are that way that we'll probably put out this year. But um, but I I just view my job as writing. My job is to write songs and to let them sort it out. Um, and so that that's kind of the thing is I think they we do go through a lot of similar stuff and the songs for us that land, if that's the only thing that matters, um, which it's not. But the songs that really land for us, I think, are the songs where it, all three of us are like, yep, like, yeah, we all feel that and we all like resonate with that deeply. And there there are yeah. a couple songs that that have fallen flat for us. Um, that maybe just weren't as potent within within our all of our feelings, I guess. So I think f- that's the trick of being in a band is you're, you, I am representing three people kind of, but I also don't take the responsibility to share their stories, but I do appreciate when a story does resonate with them. And it usually, a song usually comes across a lot better when it does. Is there ever any circumstance in which you two are on board and he's not, and you're just like, <laughs> like, dude, you gotta get, you gotta let us, you gotta trust this. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we have, I feel like yeah. we have had some times like that. We've had a few days in the studio where like we maybe this is that situation where we all feel like, yes, this is an idea that could work. Or maybe one of us is really like, no, let's just try it. And we'll work for eight hours, have a 10 hour day and then just never touch it again. It just never calls you back. And so I mean, it was a good exercise. It was good being together. It was good working together. And then but the song just maybe wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we like had that. We had that when pool. we had that one with uh, "If You Could Feel My Love." Yeah, and I I heard the demo of it, <laughs> and that was one of those days we had a uh, songwriting like we were doing songwriting days. So as many songs as we can write in a day, whatever whatever that means. And so we were just kind of going along, and that was the first like thirty second little blip that we had come out with, or Aaron had showed us or whatever like as an idea, and I was like no stop everything that we're doing like that like that's the thing yeah and they kept like fighting me and fighting me about <laughs> it and fight and they did their whole they did their whole thing for the day and i was like whatever but like that's the thing <laughs> dominic just quit i so the, the, the like, premise of the day was i was just like i'm just gonna do a bunch of song starts like let's just get as many song starts as humanly possible i'm just gonna do my verse chorus little beat thing and let's just do a, a bunch of those and and Drew had a little studio setup, so I was just like, Drew, you go with your setup and and just make some cool song starts. Um, like, let's just be productive. Let's just do stuff. And we've tried writing songs every which way. So this was a that was a new thing for us. And so like I had we had agreed that like it was like Monday morning, we're just gonna go and let's try and get like 10 song starts, whether that's a track, whether that's a lyrics, whether that's whatever. And I come downstairs. That was the first idea that came to me was a song that we have called If You Could Feel My Love. And I was just like, cool, great, done. And Dom was like, nope, go back to that thing. And I was like, nope, I, I'm, that's not the point of today. Yeah. And he's just like, well, 
I quit. <laughs> he's, just like, he's, just, he's just like went upstairs and oh, didn't participate anymore. Such but, a brother card. But he like kept like harping on that song. Like when we'd get back in the studio, he'd be like, I don't want to work unless we're working on that song. Yeah. Like I will not work unless we're working on that song. And it to this day is our biggest song by a long yeah. shot. Yeah. Some people, man, there's just no like, and to be able to sing, like, single out that person in our life yeah. to go like, I trust them. I don't know why I trust them that way with my music, yeah. but I do. Totally. Like, like, and I say this all, I think I probably say this every podcast or every conversation, but like, I got really lucky with my wife because if I show her a song and she's, she'll, she'll give me like feedback because wow. she's not a producer, but right. she'll say this, 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 and this, you should change it. And I used to push back on that really heavy, <laughs> but every Every single bit of success I've ever had in the music industry has been on the back of her decision to change wow. something or to rewrite something or to say it differently. Always. Every single moment. Yeah. There's not a singular moment you. in which I'm like, that's that's something that actually moved my career forward. And it was her fault. Right. Always. So it's like, but now I'm so excited because like Dom was for you, like he saw like your future because he knows you and he yeah. knows I think this is really important. Somebody who knows you like enough to know you in that like that, that that naked vulnerable like moment goes like I not only know you but I have my own view of how the world has seen you right. because they're not Whoa. you and you're not you're watching the whole world see you totally but he's watching the whole world see you from outside of your body and and I think that that's so valuable because like in so many circumstances like I can't look in, at the world and go yeah they see me this way right when in reality yeah. somebody outside of my body actually sees how the world totally. sees me they see what people have said behind my back they see mm -hmm. how the world's reacted to me on stage like my wife sat there why people like she's been able to people watch why people are like ingesting what i'm saying on wow. stage and how it's connecting totally. and i think like that kind of 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 spectrum that they can see you with is like it's a superpower totally. because like, man, they're going to go, no, I have seen people connect with you when you're this way totally. or you're showing this color, this side of you. And man, I, I think like, I, I think these two have like a unique superpower and probably your 100%. wife as well. Like to go, we don't like, show the wives demos. Yeah. <laughs> Our wives well, are very different. different. Not anymore. We, we made this rule where wives are not allowed to hear <laughs> demos not anymore. and they're not allowed to come to like photo or video shoots. Yeah. That actually took a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, to under to realize that like I don't know we're all just studio guys like I can hear I can hear his 10 second demo with a beat and a shitty piano and know exactly what the finished thing is going to sound like right. and know what he's going for right and I show my wife I'm like we just started the best song ever yeah. she's like what well it's different for everybody I, like I said I got I feel like I got well, your really wife is your lucky. bandmate she she, yeah. she becomes the that bandmate role for, yeah. you, for sure and I just got lucky like she's just She's super intuitive with music in a way that I've never I've I sincerely have never met a person with her kind of brain. Like right. we'll be we'll be jamming like just to like this new Katy Perry track was on the radio and like there's this part where the, it's like it's like super sidechain vocal with this beat right. and just like it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> and she was but I was like, what are you humming? And she was humming this uh, like secondary melody that I had never heard. And she was I was like, what are you humming? And she's like, oh, it's this cool part. And like That's it's like, kind of panned over. Yeah. And I was like, 
That's what it's sidechained to. It's sidechained to the melody that that's what made the pocket actually work. I yeah. never even heard it. Yeah. But like that's her brain. She's actually hearing all the, the things. She's hearing the, the power move mm-hmm. that I'm never hearing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've just got like so super lucky with her totally because yeah. like like she is never wrong in that in that sing, in that in that way. And so like, dude, if 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 she like well, it's funny. So, like that new track I was telling you guys about yeah. for the the new project that I'm coming out with like next month. So, I I had I had finished the song. Right. We were done, right. and I, uh, me and Gentry were downstairs. I have a little studio also in my in my house, and uh, I was like, "What do you think?" And I was listen, like letting her listen to it, and she was like, "That's pretty good." Um, I was like, do you like it? And her famous words are, I think so. Um, but uh, that's where you, that's actually a good. Part. Right, right. So she she says, uh, you really need, keep in mind, like she's not a producer. Right. Like she's, that's not what her like focus is or goal is. But she goes, uh, you really need like a, like you really need a melody here, right here, right here. And you should probably just yell a line over that. And I was like, what are you talking about? So we had literally just got back from eating like an insane amount of Mexican food. Uh, like we were celebrating getting the song finished. We were eating like so much Mexican food. We came back, I showed her the song and she's like, yeah, you should try that. And I was like, yeah, I'll try that. I'll try that later. So just, yeah, just do it right now. Just try it. <laughs> um, and so like, dude, I haven't warmed up n- nothing. I set up a microphone in the middle of the room. I, yell these three things that she said so we get go good I, I leave him in there we go to mix the guy who mixed it was like bro dude i love that bridge part where you yell this line yeah. it was her part right right her part i never even want to put it in the song i never even heard it totally yeah, and yeah. like totally so it's like but like like the whole point of all that is just like man having those superpower mm-hmm. people around you that like actually yeah. get you like there's something insanely valuable about that person who's seen you every day for totally. 10 years and goes that's just not you totally like i like totally because i think sometimes we want to manifest ourselves into something else mm-hmm. because that yes. would be fun but we can't sometimes because that's actually never who we're meant to be right and they know it right and i and i think this year 2020 is a big year of i think them encouraging me to be brave yeah with with a lot of stuff i try i, I do think in my career as a songwriter, I do think I've held back a lot. Like, I do think there, there's always been these, like, little demos or full songs that I'll I'll shove to the side. Like, I'll just sit there and, like, not not for just, like, the sake of being super emo, but, like, just songs that are just super deep in me right. that, like, you know, like, bring me to tears to write. Yeah. And then I'll show them and they'll be like, yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, but like we're not, <laughs> we'll, we'll never do that, right? That's stupid. <laughs> and like they just sit there, and 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 I think now is this kind of point in time where I've kind of learned how to channel some of the feelings that bring out those songs and some of the ways that that I I write those songs the best. And and I think they've always been really encouraging and patient because there there are a ton of those songs where they're like, hey, like I I listen to that song a lot, like just the demo you sent me, and I think about that a lot and like yeah but like it's not very cool and and to be honest it may not be cool like i i'm i'm learning to be a lot more objective that i'm like i'm a studio nerd like i'm into the production of a song and building tracks and making sure it sounds really cool and and so that is really exciting to me so the song that's just a piano and a vocal is not super exciting to me and and being a producer for a living I tend to hide behind a lot of the tricks I can add to the song. 
instead of the song itself. And yep. so a moment like If You Could Feel My Love was Dominic being like, hey, you're actually not hiding right there. Yeah. And like when when you sit down at a piano or just on the guitar and you sing that song, like it's still there. Like the song is still there. Like we can, we, and the song is, the song is pretty dressed up and and track heavy, but it is a song, you know? And so I think they're both really good at being like, hey, like stop hiding. Like you're done. Like this song is ready, you know? One thing I'm curious about with with y'all because I feel like like I said before I feel like I'm I'm watching y'all like get taller and taller and taller within wow. like like who you are as artists and where you're going and it's really cool honestly this is a bad part of my personality but I'm just not that interested in a lot of music for sure. the most part it's, yeah it's a weird yeah. place for a producer no, no. to be we just listen to uh, podcasts all the yeah. time we never listen to music. <laughs> Well, and, and I feel I feel guilty for that because so, like I want to be one of those people that like appreciates all art, yeah. and, and I think I do. I yeah. just think that I also don't want to listen to it all yeah. the time. However, like you guys have been, and this is particularly true with like friends. Like sure. sometimes friends' music is you like it because they're your friends and they're totally. good people, and you believe in them, yeah. even if like it's not your thing. Yeah. And I've been really kind of stoked watching you guys grow because i actually really just like when you guys put a new song it's 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 super enjoyable to be a fan and just be like that's oh, a, wow that's a great song like that's, that's really, really cool kind, really kind, yeah. <laughs> and what's really been really fun about like this new life that you guys have had within music um it's just, just i really feel like you guys gave yourself the opportunity to um i don't know Vo feels like the long play and it feels mm. like that long play where it's like uh, this will be cool like four five six seven eight records down yeah, when it's when yeah. they're like 50 years old totally and still making those things and there's that catalog and, and and i feel like you guys are actually showcasing those moments where it's like i'm actually seeing aaron become a better writer or singer or i'm actually wow. seeing like the drums develop in a way that medic never did that i never would have saw mm-hmm. vote do like totally. i'm seeing these things happen and it's 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 really like inspiring to me as yeah. an artist to sometimes at like 32 you're like Ugh, i'm done yeah i'm out <laughs> but, but, it's, I, but and i get so worried but then i'm like dude i might have my whole life ahead of me still wow. like every single bit of it and it's and it's guys like you who are like in some ways just because of friendship you know feel like peers and feel right. like people who are like we're we're kind of like still battling through what it means to be in the music industry right. what it means to be an artist in 2020 yeah. like on this planet um one of the things i'm 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 try I'd, I'd love to like learn from from you is when you're taking that step and and when you're pressing into what it means to be you and like show yourself to the world Right now, how much do you put stock in other people's opinions outside the three of you or maybe outside like your your creative team? Yeah. Like because I know you guys work a lot with Sean and obviously like yeah. your wife's a huge yeah. creative like brain that's you know working with your like your merch and all of your development and stuff. How much does that matter or does the world's perspective and the industry's perspective matter to you versus like the family when you're creating and going forward and trying to identify foe. Yeah. Everyone else's opinion, I think is starting to matter less and less. So when we were in, we were in medic, we first started medic and we were terrible. We, our songs would be like these like eight minute long, like just like 
they didn't need to be eight minutes long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wanted to be art rock, but the chops weren't there. And so we ended up going to this producer and recording our first EP, which is still good. I still, I still really, that we spent five grand to record this whole EP and it was the best five grand we ever spent. Yeah. We learned how to write a song. We learned how to arrange a song. We learned how to record. I think still to this day, most of the way that we record was informed by that process. But something also happened in that process that was a negative, and it wasn't on the producer we worked with. It, it was more on the way that we perceived it was we are always wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would constantly want to hide. Because that experience was so good, we worked with a producer that was really great and really did, like, figure out how to put us together in a way. Yeah. I think that taught us, like, oh, our our instincts are probably wrong and we need someone to fix us. And that was pretty scary. And we didn't get past that until like maybe almost exactly a year ago to this point in our life of constantly wanting to hide behind a producer that we could find or a designer or even Jen, her design or Sean Hagwell and his photos, like, I, think I get he, why you would want to hide behind those. Oh, two. they're phenomenal. They're <laughs> totally phenomenal. Yeah. But I think now we're even getting braver when we approach Sean Hagwell. He's amazing, but we're like, hey, this is what we want. Like we 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 we've worked with Sean for years, and we just be like, oh, let's just do whatever you want, right? And it kind of got to this point where he's just like, guys, like he can't grow without I'm, you. I'm, yeah, like I am not in this band. Like he. It, he really was just like we didn't work with him for a while not not in like a contentious way but he was just like hey come to me when you're inspired and we like didn't have anything we had but no idea but i don't want to be <laughs> yeah it's like well you just do it <laughs> like yeah. and and we worked we worked with ton- so many producers and since we've been in Nashville we've worked with a ton of producers and those songs haven't come out because when we got the master back it was just like this doesn't sound like us anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was something, I think, in Vogue. You, you listen to those tracks and you're like, Dominic just came alive right there. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, we never heard those, like, those intricacies in his playing before. And even Drew in his bass parts. Like, there's just these moments that never happened before. Mm-hmm. Because they were waiting to, like, I remember Drew would get so frustrated. We've worked with so many producers. So I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. But it would kind of just be this, like, just plug in your bass and just, Get a couple takes and you're done. Yeah. And so, like, what I do now is I set the song on a loop and I'll just, like, have Drew and Dom start recording to, you know, a a guide track. And I just leave. And I just let them just, like, get super frustrated with it. And then I'll come down and give direction. Like, I want them to explore. I want them to feel like they're, they're in it. And I want them to be able to explore before someone comments on it and i think there there was a long time where we went to producers they weren't catching the vision but we'd still do it anyways we'd walk away disappointed and then there's a long time where i was growing as a producer and i was just a control freak and so i just tell them what to do as well right right and they feel a lot safer with me so that wasn't necessarily a bad thing and i was really gaining my chops well, you also at that point it was it was less intimidating for us because you know our strengths totally. and our weaknesses. So when you tell us to do something, you like uh, it was a yeah yeah. And so when we walk into these other places, like it was just a, it, we just hadn't figured out our, our our rhythm. And I guess I don't know how other bands record, but I'm sure that they don't do it how we're doing it because just because of our interaction with the other producers. Like we would go in and they'd be 
barking at me to like lay down some tracks. I'm like, this is yeah. the second time I've ever heard this. I've song. I've ever I've never played through this song once, and you want me to get a perfect take yeah. in three tries, like. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know what key this is in. Yeah. Yet. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. true for me in every song, but that's yeah, the totally. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so there was, there was this time of me being a bit of a control freak. Um, and then lately it's just been this, like, I want to back off and let you like shine through a bit more. And I want to, I want to edit and refine your idea rather than just have you do my idea. And our songs are way better. Our songs are way better for it. And I think that's that's the biggest difference from the Vo tracks and the life that f- it feels like they have than Medic. Well, and then we've jumped into the process of building out the song. So you'll yeah. bring us a demo, and then we will decide which one we want to work on, and then we all sit down together and build out the track together. And then l- if there's time that day, we'll record drums and then bass, or we'll do it the next day. And then oftentimes those will get re-recorded four or five six times right, right. Yeah. before the yeah. song's over but yeah but that we we now have found a space where like we're all involved almost at a ground level like Aaron will lay that foundation but we're we're all building yeah. a skeleton together so so yeah I think I think we're we are learning that the genesis and the inspiration of an idea has to come from us or it's just not going to feel good I think it's not that we don't trust anyone else. It's just that, like, I think we're tired of ever doing something that just doesn't bring life to us. And I think that points to a lot of other stuff happening in our personal lives where we've just kind of cut out just the crap of, you know, when you're in a band and you're 19, you're like, I am the next Bono. Like, yeah. we're going to be famous. Yeah. And then being in your 30s and still doing this thing, you're like, oh. Like, <laughs> Let's skip that for now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're in the process right now where we're just like, we just decided to start a candle company. We're going to make candles to help fund making music however we want. Or like when we're at home, like I produce records and these guys work on those records. And it's just like we, we've put the band in this healthy place where we just want that to be whatever we want it to be. And it can only exist in that space. And and Drew and I write a lot of stuff for TV film. Dominic drums on tons of records for me. And those are that's our business. That's what makes us money. That's what like helps kind of sustain the thing. And I think the idea of Vogue just being this exploration for us and however that lands is however it lands feels really good and healthy to us. And I, I want it to be successful. I really do. But I think taking the pressure off it needing to be some million dollar venture feels good yeah well one almost none of us actually need like right. actually need the, the million dollar right. like venture and i think too something that i really try to stress to like people all the time is that like your fans and the people who will make this actually the venture in which you can do it for a long time have no they, they have no hopes like with you being anything other than than you three, mm. like they're not hoping for that producer that you'll work with. They're not waiting for that writer that you'll write with. They're not. They're not even waiting for that 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 videographer, like or 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 that that photo shoot that you might do with this really cool person. Right. Like forever and always, they're just hoping that the three of you will get together, make something, and then and they can be part them. of yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and 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 so many of us 
especially like as we press into this and we see other people have success and we want to learn. And I think probably in your perspective, like me, sometimes you, you're like, I've learned as much as I can. I need to pay somebody else who knows more so right, I can steal yeah. their ideas and for I a little bit. I think that's so valuable yeah. to an extent, but you have to stand on your own two legs at some yeah. point. And you guys, it seems like you're finally getting to that place too where you trust yourselves and you're like, man, we're like a decade, 12, 15 years into like, like pressing record and doing this ourselves and, 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 just kind of growing as, as up as people and as artists and as musicians and creatives going like, no, I think like it's okay to trust ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, well, and, and we've worked on records together for other artists that they are not enjoying what they're making. They're making it to make money. And I think mm-hmm. all of us witnessing that now that we've been in Nashville and yeah. we're kind of in, we are in the music business. Like yeah. making music is the blue collar work of that city. It's not special, right? It is special, but it's not. Like everyone's doing this. And so we've watched all these artists make things that they don't like and get rich off of it and freaking hate it. They're yeah. miserable. <laughs> just, just be stuck. They're, be stuck they're literally that, like... like making so much money and they, they feel so stuck and we've watched artists make stuff that they hate and it doesn't pop off and that that does something to your psyche that's so terrible yeah and so i think as a band we've we've seen other artists do that and it is much easier to stand on the legs of something that you're still proud of than mm-hmm. something where you're just trying to fit into a top 40 box and trying right. to check like as the top 40 box literally dismantles totally <laughs> right. totally right. and and yeah like Billie Eilish is a great example of that. But, like, you can go through my hard drives and find these songs where I'm trying to sound like the Chainsmokers. Right. And it sounds so stupid. Right. Like, it sounds so terrible. Like, I'm not yeah. doing it well at all. And we were inches away from releasing those songs. And now we look back and we're like, oh, thank God. Because that wasn't us. And if that failed and that bombed, we wouldn't have been able to take that, like, morale. Like, yeah. that would have killed us. So it's much easier to just feel a song so deeply. Like, we just... We just put out a song and it is so much easier to feel it so deeply and have it come out. And if it doesn't really pop off, it's still like, I love playing that song live. It's so good. Like we have this song called Heartright that we put out and it, it didn't do that well. We thought it would and it didn't do that well, but I freaking love that song. Right. I love it. I'm still a huge believer that like so often what you said, it didn't do that well. Yeah. It's still so early on. Dude. Right. Like, right. You know, like I've seen some songs like not do well for, for years. five years. Yeah. And then like, it just pops. Right. And for whatever reason, totally. it's like that, yeah. that it works forever and ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And in in the Instagram culture now, I think I I want to commit as a songwriter to just being faithful to the work. Like I just want to do the work. Like you don't get a job at Starbucks and then just show up when you feel like it yeah. or make whatever drink you feel like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It you just have to show up and do the work. Yeah. Um, and so I view writing and and these guys mm-hmm. are great about that. Like, there's days where I don't want them to come over to my house and record. And 10 o'clock, they're going to show up. Like, whether I want them to or not, they do it all the time. Where I'm like, I got nothing today. And they're like, well, let's just, like, explore a thing. And I'm yeah. just like, or, I mean, we could just call it a day. And they're like, <laughs> or we could just, like, explore that idea you had. And more often than not, yeah. like, something happens. And it's just like, we almost, like, I almost quit. So like, we do this thing now where Aaron really really hates to rehearse <laughs> I really so do. and me and dominic love it the the like i love it i love i love rehearsing sounds like a rhythm section yeah yeah and so if we don't if we're not going to write anything it's like all right then we're re- rehearsing today like you want to write or do you want to rehearse <laughs> yeah like that's it just buys us a half an hour you pick one 
to run like just run through the set and loosen up your hands a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he's not giving you enough credit. So for we still it, never rehearse. We always that, end up writing, the consistency that they've music. baked into your life that you actually <laughs> desire. Like uh, you're just dude. Twenty years down the road, you're gonna be you're you're gonna be <laughs> standing on a stage. You guys are gonna have your Grammy, and you'll be like. It's all their fault. It like really I would have quit years ago, but it's all their fault. Well, and that's the thing about being in a band is like every band I've started started as a solo project away from my band that was already with them too in the first yeah. place. <laughs> so then I just it just nothing gets done. I just sit in the studio and just play with keyboard sounds all day, and the songs just sit there. And so they they are the entire structure to something coming out and being heard and whatever it is, you know. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I I I really genuinely enjoy. When a band is not just a singer with some players who are good, I, I love when you look sure. at a band and you mm-hmm. go like, "That's that's a real living organism. Yeah. All of it, yeah, yeah. every bit of it matters, and every bit of it is colored by the three souls in the band." Like that. That's what I still love about. I mean, I, I know these bands get so much crap, but like <laughs> that, that's why I still love like cold, the Coldplay's and yeah. the U2s, where I'm just like, whatever you want to think about them or the music, like they're clearly a unit doing this thing together and it comes through and like that hits me on a level that that inspires me to continue doing trying to figure out how i can be even a more helpful part of this process and bring more to the table what do i need to learn like i we just went through our it Aaron was talking about how he like wakes up and like jumps on YouTube now. And then Dominic's like, Oh, I'm already into YouTube. So we like pulled up our like YouTube stats and I spend like five to seven hours a day on YouTube. It turns out (laughs) I'm just, I've, I've found like, that's my, I'm just going to learn. How much can I learn to like bring to this process? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I, I think too, though, for, for way too long, I think, at least of us who are just kind of sitting kind of behind the curtain a little bit and, and trying to produce songs and trying to have bands that, that, that make it so often we, we do think maybe it's like this, it's, it's the singer and their songs they're writing or it's, we, we see these like individual pieces within these larger like bands and, and like, even myself was guilty of that. Like I would control freak my whole band. Like, and I would, <laughs> I'd be like, nah, the song has to be like this. It has a, like, just, just listen to me. Just trust me on this and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And I would, I would force feed all the things that I thought we needed. And as I've matured and, and like worked with other bands and like work with other artists, like, specifically in these, these opportunities where there's three to five people, yeah. like I'm going, like, I'm realizing, and some of this even came from touring, like just standing at the merch table talking to people. Some people were actually interested in what that bass player was doing. Right. Some people were actually interested in the color and the dynamic that that drummer actually brought. Oh, that's and the it, only yeah. feedback we get at shows. Your drummer, <laughs> so good, so good every, looking every time. We've known that. <laughs> well, but I feel like that's like we are discrediting that as producers so often in hopes that we'll find the nucleus of what makes that song pop and makes that pocket work and makes that song like be something that it is. But we're discounting the like mass amount of color and ideas that that bass player and drummer or guitar player might have. Now, granted, we've got you've got to wrangle so many things but like if we actually can more evenly like pull from the greatest aspects of each person we're actually going to get somewhere that we haven't been before or at least in our genre within like pop and rock music for so long we're just leaning on these two or three like key elements 
and it's songs are getting really boring because totally. of it. Because like, man, you and, and I don't want to like be like, man, it was so good back in the day. But dude, you right. turn on like a CCR record and go like, that's one person running the show. It's not right. No. Like, why am I moved to the same? Like, I can I can put on some records back. Like, I bring up like huge bands. Like when you turn on like a Queen song, you are mm-hmm. absolutely. From the like the tips of your toes to to the top yeah. of your head, mm-hmm. all of it matters. Every, right. Every single bit. aspect of yeah. that song matters. Right. And it wasn't because like Freddie Mercury was awesome. It was because that and and mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury put out solo records. Like people forget that, and they did not land as well. Paul McCartney put out solo records. <laughs> yeah, and I love them. Yeah. Paul McCartney put out a solo record recently. Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. still not the Beatles, even though it sounds right. like the Beatles. Right. Yeah. There's something in it. Yeah. Specifically with these, like with you, people like you who are like, we're a band. Yeah. Like we're an actual band. Like read our bio. It says B A N D. Right. That's a that's a real, that's a real thing. And I think, and I know, like we look at like pop and we look at the world, and it's dominated right now by these individual characters and people, mm. like like Billy or like Taylor or like, right. you know, all these sure. singular names. But, but we still know even teams there. We, yeah, yeah, we know it's yeah. not that individual yeah. person. It's not just Bieber. Right. It's yeah. doing that whole thing. And I mean, I just really like, I want to like hopefully encourage people who are like in bands and like people who are like in in the like i mean that's the whole point of the podcast is like let's look at everybody because all those people that like we're working with all those extra voices like as long as they line up with like the true like reason why like like like, Vo exists like why you can even have a few people in your life that are a team that say like yeah like we get it man that like as as like even for you and i as a songwriter to look at those people and go like where are the gaps? Like, right. where, 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 what am I missing? Because I think I'm, I'm there, but what am I missing? And, and, and really like changing our mode of going like, let's, how can we actually create a singular product that champions eight ideas without getting confused so that the, like the, the whole stretch of these 10 to 20 to 100,000 people can actually hear themselves within that song and not have to only hear what Aaron felt, but be able to hear what Aaron felt and Andrew felt and Dom felt. Like, I think that there's something in that, that like, as we press into music and as we grow and mature, like there's so much more that we can feel and say and, and grow and mature in as artists. And, and I think we, we've learned to anticipate each other's moves a little bit, but even in those moments, like we, we we still surprise each other. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and that's the fun part is I think in our entire time of playing music together, Dominic and I for 20 years have been playing music together and with Andrew for just about 10. I think there's maybe been one song that did not benefit from them being on it. One song. Like we tracked the song with them on it and they list, they we like listen to the song and they're like, Yeah, just take our stuff out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <didn't work>. yeah. <laughs> that happened one time. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't but even they were the ones to make that call. I didn't make that call because I was into the production. I thought it was dope to have them on the track. I thought it was great. Like I wanted to hide behind the production. Yeah. Because like my voice cracks a little bit in the song and there's it's like pretty emotional. And they both were like, nah, like that's it. You know, like I, I just wanted a break in the set. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, please give me up the stage. And and that's a song as well that like, you know, it's it's pretty buried in the popularity of our catalog between uh, Medic and Vo, but 
I think that's that is a track that I think we're all the most proud of. Mm-hmm. Like because the way that they touched the track was not necessarily by offering their chops or their instrument; it was by offering their perspective. And and I think if anyone listens to our our uh, <laughs> our medic catalog our catalog and can tell us what song that is i will send you a special surprise in the mail <laughs> yeah do it what are you gonna send them i don't know it's a special I surprise it, i haven't figured it out yet <laughs> i just want to know what the uh, what the people think i it's obvious to me i want to i want to know what's obvious to uh, what other people think is obvious because I don't know. I don't know if who's listening to this and what they think. Like, oh, obviously it's this song. And I'm, yeah. I, I never would have thought of it that <laughs> And we way. wrote mm-hmm. that song pretty soon after meeting you, right? Like, that song mm-hmm. has been in our, in our, it's not been out that long, but we wrote that song in 2012. Yeah. And I'm still more proud of that song than almost anything we've ever done. And you got to know it's it's the right move if a rhythm section is actually saying, we don't want to play. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, we tried. <laughs> I mean, we probably, mm-hmm. I was actually origin- initially thinking of the wrong song, so I don't get the prize in the mail. But <laughs> Which one were you thinking of? <laughs> I was thinking. Wait, we can't say. No, no I don't say. <laughs> I did figure out the right answer, though. Okay. okay. <laughs> and we did re- <laughs> we did record this one. It, it felt like 10 times. Mm. And we built it up and broke it down and changed it and sped it up and slowed it down. And it was just, it just didn't work. Like, it just. It just took all the emotion out of it when you added. The more you added, the less emotion there was in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah that was, uh, yeah, that was actually really good. And I said that was a really good call on us to like, no. Yeah. Like, and I think, bef- I think the biggest lesson we've learned out of anything is like just the permission to try. I think so many artists and and as producers and working on a bunch of records, what I tell every artist is that you and you understand this as well is especially when I'm working on an artist's first EP of any kind, like a brand new one, I'm like, you deserve to put all of your money, all of your will, all of your passion, all of your effort into a single project and realize that no one cares. Like, it needs to break your heart a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and guess what? You're going to make something better. Yeah. Like, I work with so many artists. Just where scream their first, into the void for it's fun. It's their first EP <laughs> And they're like they their brain is telling them like these are the five greatest songs that have ever been written. You are here to serve my grand magnum opus of a yeah. EP, <laughs> and everyone's gonna love this and it's gonna go viral. And I'm just like, sure, all right, man, have fun, <laughs> have fun. This is gonna be great. And and we've done that. And I think now it's just like, oh, we can just have fun now. Like we can just do the thing. Yeah. Well, in learning that, like after that, we were s- still alive. <laughs> Yeah, and still like needed to do this thing. It was like, oh yeah, nobody cared, but like I still have this thing inside of me that won't let me stop, even even though that like really hurt. And I think even for you, Corey, like Dominic and I, Dominic and I still talk about the radiance effect. That's so funny. I still talk about the radiance (laughs) effect. Like I still get songs stuck in my head every once in a while. Like I feel like I was walking upstairs the other week, and my wife was yelling at me about something. I start being like, you won't break me down. Oh, no. well, I forget what the lyrics are. It's all good. I probably do too. <laughs> but I just start, and I was just like, what was that? And I was like, oh my gosh, that was Corey. That was yeah. radiance back. That was so long ago. It's buried deep down in there. <laughs> Dude, the angst of, of my teenage years writing that song. Oh, we thought it was the biggest thing when we played with you for the first time. We Dude, like, I thought it was the biggest thing too. And I, I learned, I, I learned. Like, yeah, I recorded I I was that song 
on five different projects. Yeah. I recorded the first time with this producer that ended up getting us a record deal. When we got on that label, we we recorded it with them. Yeah. Immediately after we we released that record, I dropped the label. Yeah. Because I was so mad at everything <laughs> they were doing and they breached contract in like six ways. So immediately after getting that off of that that deal, went into the studio with a new manager and he was like, This song is it. <laughs> And, and so like, we re-recorded it <laughs> again with him. Yeah. And then like we then I went to work with like Steve Wilson in Nashville. Yeah. And he's like, let's redo that. And I'm like, people gotta stop. <laughs> no one wants this song. <laughs> like, it's not important. That's so funny. That happened with uh, a band in Kansas with minutes. Yes. They put that on like yeah. five records. Yeah, and you're like, y'all, like if it's not hit yet, <laughs> let me let it me give you I, I wrote a different song too. I've I've written other things. Like, yeah. let's just try something else. Absolutely. I it's, it's it's really funny. Like, I do believe that there were people in like the 1960s that were like A and R guys that could hear something and be like, "That's a hit." Yeah. But only because there was 400 billion dollars in their pocket, <laughs> and then they could force feed you and say it's a hit. Right. And there was right. not enough saturation that it mattered. Right. I do not think that exists anymore. No, no it, it just only, does not. If you can control how many times people will hear something, you can make anything a hit. Yeah. Like if you control the airways, you can yeah. give it to them. Set what is it? Seven times you got to hear it, yeah. and then it's familiar to you, and then then you like it because you know the words, not because you like the song. You hate it the first time, and then pretty soon you're singing along just because human brains are not yeah. that complicated. No, no, it's it's just ugh, but, repetition. But, repetition is all it takes. <laughs> Well, I know we well, don't have... not all. <laughs> That's all it takes. No, okay, no, guys, no. so go check out the new Vogue <laughs> single. Listen to it seven times. It'll be your favorite. And then you'll, and then you'll like Science it. guarantees it. <laughs> I know we don't have much time left, and we'll have to wrap this up. And I thank you guys so much for, for coming and hanging out with me. I'm sorry Sean couldn't be here. Um, but I would like to talk just a quick little bit about your 2020 mixtape project mm-hmm. and kind of what you guys are doing in 2020 and how we can kind of like understand what that is and kind of like press into it as fans and listeners of you. Yeah. The the mixtape idea came out of really this sort of like DIY spirit that we have. Like we we've just we always wanted to like work with other people. You know, we talked about trying to find producers and try to find photographers and try to find all of these other people. And then we, then we find ourselves waiting on these other people. Not, it's not their fault. Like this is just the normal natural process of just working with other people. There's nothing that they did wrong. We just hate wait. Like we're just like, let's, let's do it. We've got a vision and we like, so it was just this, like, how can we do this? ourselves in the way that we want and in a way that also like takes some of the pressure off of some of it like it doesn't have to be the greatest polished like thing like how can a lot cheaper that way yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) totally like how how can we experiment and and be comfortable put releasing things into the world that we we would normally wouldn't because we would need uh, well this needs pr behind it and this needs a new photo shoot and this needs a new music video and this so now we're talking five thousand dollars for like you know just one One minimum for one song yeah how can we how can we put out a song a month this year or more or less and do all of these things all ourselves well like let's uh let's take a you know take a page from the rap book and and like just make 2020 a mixtape and and it and kind of just give ourselves the freedom to be able to do it ourselves if we want to, or hire outside people if we want something to be a little better, or 
it just that mindset. Maybe that's not different than anything else, other than changing. <laughs> it's the, different for you. Other than for yeah, us, it's different it's for us. It changed the way that we process through what we're gonna do this year, and and I feel like. I feel like this is a year, it feels like we're already sort of breaking through some of these barriers and the insecurity of our youth and, and, and trying to really just find ourselves. And so the, the mixtape allows us to be okay with, with putting out something that we normally, would, we normally wouldn't. Yeah, for me, it's to have my brain make sense of it, it's, it's just uh, the elimination of excuses. Um, and that's what that it means to me is like, oh, yeah, like what he said, like, oh, we want videos and we want, you know, ads and we want this and that and songs put out and blah, blah, blah. But like, there's nobody stopping us but us. Like, we are in the greatest technological age of all time. Like, we are mm-hmm. on a podcast that people are listening to. Like, how ridiculous is that? Like, pretty cool. But like, you wanting to start a podcast, you you just did it. Right. Right. Like, no one no one gave you that permission. Yeah. It wasn't like you had to have a board meeting or like figure it out. Like you just did it. I and wish now, I had a board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's great. So like that's what I, I I'm excited about the idea of, of doing that and just hey, like we want it, we want this, we have to do it ourselves and we can do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we want to reach out to other people, we can. But, but not wait on that. Like yeah. we yeah. we released two songs in 2019, right? I think so. Two. And for us, looking back, that was just embarrassing. So t- 2020 is about just like when we have a song, we're just going to put it out. It, and some of them are going to be stripped down demos. Some of them are going to be remixes. Like we just literally, as we pulled up to this, got a remix back from one of our buddies that, that just remixed a song. Um, we're we're re-recording an old uh, medic song and kind of bringing it back into our world with another producer. Um, and there's songs that, like we said, sound like 1975 on one track. The next track sounds like something we were inspired by Frank Ocean. The next one's like Radiohead. The next one's like, mm-hmm. like we, we just did this one called, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but it like, I'm going to get pedal steel on it. Right. Like it's just going to be such a vibe. So, I think for us, it just means freedom, just putting stuff out that feel good, mm-hmm. that feels good. I want to be just at least one more voice in your head that says, like, all of what you said sounds like you're working out those moments. Like you said, like, there are no more excuses. I'm going to cut out the excuses. Yeah. But I, I just want to just extend one more voice into your head that says, like, y'all are more than capable of, of doing what you're talking about at the very highest level. Mm, like, thanks, like, I, appreciate I, like that. I know that game and I know that thought where you're like, I, I don't, I just, if I would just give it to this guy, it would be a little bit yep, better. It's mm-hmm. always that. Mm-hmm. But it, I've never met a fan who gives a damn about that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I put out some pretty crappy stuff. That's people's favorite song. And I love it. And I and like there's I'm a fan of yours. There, <laughs> there's <laughs> not a single song I've ever put out in my life that I'm proud of. Right. Not one. Oh, I've never so put anything out that I would want to show anybody. Oh. But that does not discount 
at all. And it will never discount that connection that I've got to have with people and those those words and those thoughts and their perspective on what that song did to their life. And like, I, I just, I, I just, as your friend, man, I just, I love listening to like y'all's music and you are already in every single way so far ahead in the game with right. production and with talent and like i just want to like say it again so that like maybe on those dark days like it'll be like no we can do this because like totally. i think like when i i was I just kind of reading the blurb when you guys like were posting about the 2020 mixtape and like some of the things that you guys have talked about here about what you're doing and why you're doing it man i I have no doubt the best songs you've ever done will come out this year. Yeah. And the ones that connect with the people that, like the most will come out this year. Totally. Mm. Be- not because the things that Vos done so far is like, it's all really great. Thanks. I just think that like, I think, I hope around October, and November, things get so fast in your brain that you're like, just do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Mm. It's just, it's just trust the gut and go for it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think like just listening to you talk and knowing you all as friends and knowing you all for, like a decade it feels like or yeah. however long yeah, it's, it's been, been yeah like i feel like you've earned the right to just trust your gut and not listen to the voice that says maybe not yet or not listen to the voice that says that's not the best you could that other people are doing like yeah i think you've earned to not compare yourself to even yourself anymore and to just go what if what what if i just did it what if it what if what if i like dude let's talk about it like the number one song ever on radio was a tiktok yeah first yeah so like if if old town road can come from like yeah the the joy of tiktok and right writing songs about horses yeah uh still don't understand how tiktok works but yeah <laughs> it's all good <laughs> you know like like and unless you uh like listen to gary vaynerchuk every day you can avoid it but yeah yeah totally. <laughs> uh you but it's just like dude i I just want to be the like an extra voice in your head. Like I don't run your life, a career, and I don't know how motivating I am, but I just hope Crazy y'all motivating. can continue to hear like a voice in your head that says like we can just do this, and people are gonna like the people in the world that want to find the nucleus and like live in that nucleus that you create. Like they're gonna do it, and they're gonna like be stoked. People are gonna be stoked that there's more coming out. Yeah, like twelve versus two is a lot more vo, <laughs> and it's a lot more like connection. And right. I can like um, yeah, it's yeah. it's like those friends that you have that like like our our friendship. We see each other maybe once a year, yeah, maybe maybe. <laughs> like I feel like the richness of our friendship would be greater. Right. If it was 12 mm. times a year. Right. You know, and to give people that opportunity to go like, hey, this is us. Yeah. And to give people that opportunity to see you in your best and maybe not your best. Totally. And, and to see what that vulnerability and that that exercise of just extension out into the ethers of the planet like could do for you and just your making. fan base. Yeah. I really appreciate that perspective. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's Amazing. great. That's great. Oh, guys, man, we got to come I'm, back. There's, there's like should. a million things we didn't even start there's to talk so about. There's so many things. I apologize if I, 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 I just want to go out into the world and say that I'm a terrible friend and I didn't come to your show last night because I honestly, <laughs> dude, dude, algorithms are the worst. Yeah. I never yeah. saw yeah, har- that y'all were here. Yeah, it's like hard. I follow every account now. you yeah. have mm-hmm. on every social media and I had zero idea so you were here and like 
I don't know how. It's like, one of the last big pieces of our puzzle that we got to figure out. That we got to kind of because we're we're get touring more lately, and and that is the feedback we get as soon as we pull into our driveway after being on a tour. People are like, we get like some message mm-hmm. from a fan. It's like, when are you guys going on tour in my city? Yeah. And we're like, we, we were literally were there like two days ago. Yeah. Dude, it, and I hate. I, I feel so you how bad, bad I yeah. I felt last night and how much I hated that because I have gotten that excuse from so many people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, bro, I didn't know you were in town. It's like, bro, I put it on my website and this place and this place. Check the website. I really actually walked into something that I I thought people were lying to me. Yeah. About not knowing that I was there. Yeah. And that's why they didn't show up. Right. And like the whole, all last night I was like, man, I... Could, how many people could I brought with me? Like, what am I even their friend anymore? Will they oh, will they throw coffee on me? Like, I felt so discouraged. So I would love for you to come back. Oh, of and course. In, I, I promise Anytime. you this: if you come back after our, our venue is done, I will throw you a show, and I will throw you a big show, yes. and we'll have fun, and it'll just be a big vo party. Will you play. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll play with my new project because that way I could have like eight or nine different singers on. I it. need. <laughs> I have one demand. I think you need to record your cover of hurt i did Ooh. once actually did you yeah it's pretty poor uh do it again yeah okay i i just distinctly remember enjoying you singing that what about this i'll record it but will you mix it yes cool 100 all right there we go deal because i i'll i'll pay you <laughs> <laughs> great okay but but uh i'll do it i that song's weird me and Dom will decide to not play on it. That song's such a weird experience for me because that's like I'm. I, I, when I got into playing music, I never, I never learned anything. Any I just I, no, I learned nothing. The first thing I ever <laughs> played was a song I wrote, but yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Right, I just wrote a song to chords that didn't, weren't even chords, and so that's been my whole experience with music. Wow, and so like. What's really funny is like I know I've learned three songs that were not my own in my whole life. Yeah, three, and it hurts. One of them, uh, "Tear in My Beer" by Hank Williams is. <laughs> it was the very first song I ever sang. I have a video of me three years old singing that, and I I learned uh, like "Only Exception" by Haley Williams because oh, that song just song. like I really song. felt hmm. that song. Yeah, that's the only yeah. songs I have ever learned. I'm, I'm not like, great at learning other songs. Either. I'm not either. No. I could count on one hand. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. amount of full like I don't even know full hand. Right, they go right out of my head. <laughs> people are like, "Do you know this song?" I'm like, nah. no, no, I don't. And they're like, "What do you play?" And I'm like, "My own songs." That's it. So what's a really like? And we'll wrap this up. I don't want to drag this out, but what's really interesting about that song, "Hurt," is that it doesn't feel like a cover. There's something within that song. What's funny Oof, is it's my, I heard that song as a cover. Right. Like I heard Johnny, Johnny Cash cover, do yeah. that Trent, Trent Reznor song, but there's a weird vine to that 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 song that it if you sing that song and you love that song it's your song yeah and that song has taught me everything i've i feel like i've ever needed to know about how to connect with people and i don't know what it is but like i know when i feel like that hurt thing yeah and uh so i just remember playing at some bar on broadway in denver with you i forget where it was but Hem, H- Henderson Hemingway, <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. with an H, yeah, Hideaway, something, yeah, Herman's, oh. Herman's, Herman's there you, Hideaway. There it is, mm-hmm. there it is. Yeah, and I just remember you seeing him being like, "Dude, like <laughs> you're you're delivering this right now." It was so good. The, the only way I know how to do any music ever is like, did I did I get lost? Yeah, and 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 not lost in a way that I can't get back. Right, but 
did I escape everything that I needed to right now? Right. Because right. I my brain is just a mile a minute all the time. Yeah, I can tell. And I feel like the for me, songwriting is just like I gotta go. I yeah. gotta go for a minute. Yeah. And and so that that's where I pull from. But it's so uh, good. that song for me, like. I, yeah, I got I got you. I'll I'll record it. But Perfect. yeah, Perfect. <laughs> what a fun way to end talking about myself. I love it. I, I thank you it. so much for be being here. Uh, how can we check you out online? Where's the best place to find you and uh, beat the algorithm? Oh uh, man, who knows? Um, um, email email is the best way to beat the algorithm. If you're on our email list, you will you will hear you, about you us. will hear about it. As long as you open your email, you'll know. Um, but Instagram, everything is at Vo Music, VoMusic.com, V-E-A-U-X, Music. Um, so Instagram, at Vo Music, Facebook is slash Vo Music. Yeah. Every, everything is Vo Music. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, guys, once again, thank you so much. Thanks this has been us. Vo here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah. They're going to come back to Kansas City. So if you're in Kansas Great City too. and you're listening to this, make sure you follow all their accounts. Uh, we're going to throw them a big party and we want you guys to be there. My name is Corey. This has been the Shadowscape Podcast, and we will talk to you later. If you enjoyed today's podcast, well, you're in luck. I did too. I think we all did. It was a really great time. Thanks for listening. Make sure you go over to our website, shadowscaperecords.com. Check out all of our interviews with all of our artists wherever you listen to podcasts, and just follow along. We got a lot of stuff coming up, and we love you so very much. Thanks for being here.